Hello, and welcome to The Mental Society. I am Amanda Dolan. So excited to have you all here, and I am joined today by James Cox. James is the host of a podcast. Um, it's When the Wor- when Words Fail, Music Speaks. Uh, that's where he uh, and his friend discuss how music can help with depression. And James has also lived with cerebral palsy his whole life. And he is uh, working to help people understand that living with a dis- disability does not define who he is. He is a lot more than that. And I'm so excited to spend some time here talking to him um, and hearing a little bit more about his journey, his love of music, and, um, well, just life. So welcome, James. I am so excited you're here. Um, so we got, we were kind of chatting earlier, music, like that's your, your true love. Uh- that's my thing. Yeah, that's my thing. That's 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 uh yeah, music is very uh uh beneficial for society, I think now. Now more than ever. You know, because uh I think social media hit around 2010 and it just took a took a swan dive. You know, it's all about me nowadays and not everybody, you know, not everybody helps out other people. And I just want to bring a more of a light to the darkness. And saying that there is hope for people with depression, they can always listen to music, and that'll pretty much not totally heal them, but make them feel a whole lot better about themselves. Yeah, I, I mean, I love music, and I don't know about for you, but music, um, one, I like, I know words to all the songs. I never know who sings them when they came out, the name yeah. of the song, but I love to sing along. And I don't know about for you, but music hits me like in the memories, right? And so oftentimes I'll hear a song and I'm like, oh my gosh, I remember this amazing time when I was with these people or doing this thing. So how do you think that like those memories of music like impact us? Is that something you've talked to people about or thought about? Well, I think, okay, so I I think I know where you're where you're going with this. Uh, music can help you, like okay, so not to get total darkness here, yeah. but when somebody passes away, because I've heard your podcast down the uh, on suicide and and, and you, mm-hmm. me, me and you, um, there you talked about uh people who you know who passed away, and I know people who passed away from suicide. Right. And that's always a, a you know a, a, a tragic moment in your life, but hearing music that uh, um, that you and the other person connected so well with, it's just it's more like a relaxing tool than anything in life. Because because you remember those good times and those bad times with that person, and you're like, oh crap, I, yeah, I remember this when this was so good in my life, you know. Yeah, music just does that, you know. And, and um, I've heard it can bring back. Um, I think I saw a, a a YouTube video where this guy had like Alzheimer's or something, mm-hmm. and he started listening to music, and he just lit up, you know. So music just does wonderful, wonderful things to to everybody, you know. Oh, I mean, it's so. I'll just share a quick story when my right before my father died um we were in the car and there was a song I, I can't remember who sings it all of a sudden it's left me but it's holes in the floor of heaven steve warner maybe yes yeah. yes that's yeah, okay. yeah yeah um and you know the, the idea is every time it rains someone in heaven is crying tears of joy watching what's happening on earth 
Beautiful. My dad said, we, we heard that song in the car on the way to the hospital. And they said, when you hear the song, I want you to think of me. Well, the day of his funeral, mm-hmm. poured rain. Oh, no. The yeah. day my sister graduated from high school, which was like the next big event. Yeah. Um, they said her name and she was about to walk across the stage. The skies opened up. I mean, like just torrential yeah. downpour. Isn't that the best though? <laughs> and it's and just I- this reminder that like this song that he was just like, remember this song. Yeah. It has shown up in crazy ways for me. Yeah. And, right. you know, I could choose to say, oh, it's just a coincidence. Right. I choose not to because that song connected me to my father. I don't um, think it is a coincidence. No, you I know? don't. Yeah. Like the world is magical. Right. Um, right. It really is. And so I think, yeah, you know, like you said, it, it helps us remember those, the good times and the bad times. Right. Um, but also, so curious, do you like to sing along loudly with music when you're? I do. Uh, okay. So way back when, I, well, well, okay. So I'm not sure if you uh, share the same sentiment with my sister, but um, back when I was in high school, I mean, she could hear a song. Right off the bat, and, and, and instantly know the words. Next time she hears it, right, bothered me so much. I still can't do that to today. I need to play it over and over and over. Um, but I forgot your question now. What was it? I'm sorry. Singing loudly to the songs. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anytime I'm in the car, um, shower, I I sing tremendously in the shower. Because no one's there to see it, you know. It's like and the acoustics, right? Like you sound so good in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I still need to go. Uh, oh, oh, wait. Okay, that's not there. You know, because I'm, I'm, I'm still so jealous of my sister. But yes, I do sing loudly, loudly and proudly. You know, good. Um, I do too, to the point where I embarrass my teenagers. Which now I do sing sometimes uh, when I'm in the car with somebody. I'm not sure if I'm blowing out their eardrums or. Sounding real bad. They they tell me I sound good, but I'm like, I don't, I, don't, I mean, I don't believe you. <laughs> you know, my my friend was over at my house um yesterday, and I was listening to music while she was here, and I started singing, and I was like, I'm sorry, you have to hear that, and she was like, I love your joy in your singing. Yes, I'm yes. like, thank you. <laughs> right. I think I don't know. Yeah, sure it was joyful. Um, yeah. but yeah, I you know my you were talking about we talked about knowing lyrics. My sister and I both have this weird ability to know lyrics. We are like, we wonder how much more we could have accomplished if like two thirds of our brain space wasn't taken up by random lyrics. Random stuff, yeah, right, yeah. Um, and like with my sister too, she and I, we live in very different parts of the country. I am in Texas now and she's in Colorado. Um, and for a while she lived in Ireland and San Francisco, she's been all over. But growing up, we always would sing in the car and we have dances, like goofy dances to so many songs. And sometimes like I'll be in the car with someone else and that song will come on and I'll do the dance. And they're like, because all the dances are cars or car dances. (laughs) Right. right. Like, you know, you got (laughs) to dance in the car to the music and sing. So, um, yeah, but, you know, it's those memories that that bring me so much joy especially when i'm not feeling great i can turn on that music that feels good right um and so like for you what brought you to music 
in the first place. Oh, okay. So I was raised on country. I'm not sure if that's one of your favorite all time uh, genres, which should be <laughs> if it's not. I, I uh, love country. The country is amazing. I don't know why country gets so much hate now or ever had. Because country is country music did so good for the soul too. And I think that's the number one genre of all of all time. People still listen to that genre more so than jazz, rock, rap, whatever you know. Uh, but my parents um, brought me up on country and other art artists. My dad was a big CCR fan, Creedence Clearwater Revival fan. I still love him to this day. Uh, but every time we were in the car, music was always on. You know, always country. No, not not rock and roll or anything. Um, so I guess I I I can't say my parents um brought me into music um way back when, because I remember um going to Bush Gardens um back in the eighties and early nineties. I guess they had to they had to deal with the, the like the, like the like the concert scene, mm -hmm. and I and I used to go there with my mom and dad and and saw like all kinds of country acts. Like like Barbara Mandrell and Johnny Cash. I saw Johnny Cash and I did I, I and I don't remember it. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. I was like, no. How cool though you got to see him. I know, right? But I don't remember it. But it, because because I was like five, six years old, I'm like, okay, well, this is there's some guy singing. Okay, cool. You know, I didn't realize it was him. And I saw um, Alabama the Judge. Uh, you know, so 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 many good country stars. You know, that is incredible. I'm. My first concert that I remember was with my parents was uh, Peter, Paul, and Mary. Nice. Um, my dad was like all into like folk and, you know, he loved the yeah. Kingston Trio. Um, he also loved music from the 50s. So even though like growing up in the, you know, 80s, like, we were yeah. listening to, you know, that music from the 60s and early 70s, which was a great way to like, right, indoctrinate get indoctrinated into a whole different music than what is on the radio and you know when i don't know exactly how old you are but i think we're about the same age um i just turned 43 in january 5th so i turned four, yeah i turned 43 uh, this past august so we're almost exactly the same we, yeah <laughs> we grew cool. up in the same um yeah, same era, yeah in our era you you heard you listened to music on the radio there was no you know, streaming service, there was no phones. Yeah, we didn't yeah, have yeah. You couldn't go to YouTube and find a new artist or, you know, find someone on TikTok on your for you page. Like you either heard them live, you heard them on the radio, a friend told you and let you borrow their album. That's it. Hey. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Or I know you, things are coming back. You you know that? Aren't cassettes? Yeah. What? Yeah, because I mean, Why? they're so great. <laughs> no, because uh, some some artists released like like vinyl cover vinyls with with good like cassette tapes. Mm -hmm. They're so awesome, yeah, yeah. But I don't have a cassette player, so it's like I know oh. I don't. <laughs> All right, <laughs> yeah. I think the only CD player I have is in my car, but I don't know about you and the excitement that I had of like wanting to have that one song recorded, and so sitting there next to your okay. like rec tape recorder the radio on and you gotta push both buttons down you're okay please dj don't talk over the whole intro right do, I, do you remember wayne's world when it first came out yes and how, and how my much, grandmother took me to see that. <laughs> and how much um bohemian rhapsody 
like blew up. Yes. I did that. I, I sat down to the radio and waited for that song. But when that song came on, but when that song came on, my mom says I had to take a shower and I missed the whole song. I'm like, no, dude. So I had to wait the next day. <laughs> and I, oh, it's, and I, it's the worst because if you didn't get it, then like you've got to wait for yeah. you don't know how long. Right. But, but now I, it's like, now you can do it with your phone and it's, and it's like, you know, happened. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Find everything. You can create a playlist of all the most random songs. But I have, so I have a theory about Bohemian Rhapsody. And that is if you were riding in the car with someone, and that song comes on and they don't start singing a different part. Like if you all aren't harmonizing, even poorly, that person, like yeah. that person even yeah. worth spending time with. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you gotta yeah. like love the, there's just something about like that song and they're, you know, Sweet Caroline, right? Yes. There's just those songs that like kind of everyone knows and sings along with. And there's something about the community I think that comes with music right i mean right. whether whether it's sweet caroline in a bar or um what who is it the the juggalos are they the, the I, I, why can't i think of who they are they're they dress up as clowns um insane clown posse is that who I think, the, yes yes and the I juggalos see. and the right like that's a whole yeah. community of people. right yeah or you know even like the Swifties with Taylor Swift, right? Who whole... I like Taylor Swift. I do like one of her songs from her whole catalog. Um, it's called uh, Style. Yeah. Only because that reminds me of the, of the 80s. I love 80s music. 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. Great. 90s. Uh, I, I love I, I love the 90s, but not as much as 50s through the 80s. Oh, my oh, God. I love the 80s. The 90s that I love is that, like, alternative grunge music. Because that's, you know, what I really what I grew up on. But also sometimes listening to that, it can so bring... Which, so so which, which uh, band of the grunge age did you love the most? Because oh. I think four. Okay, you, you got, got Nirvana, you got Soundgarden, you got Alice in Chains, and you got... um. Program. Now I throw in some tip of pilots in there, but that's not that wasn't part of the big four, I don't think. So it's interesting. I really liked Nirv like of those Nirvana, but because but in part because oh, of no. what you, love. You gave the right answer. You can <laughs> but like there was something about like Kurt Cobain and mm -hmm. like his energy and you know, like I just I loved, I love, yeah. um, you know, and I, I love a million other bands, but the thing about, you know, um, with, with Kurt Cobain, you know, when he died yeah. and I know that there, you know, was he murdered or did he kill himself? I, it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. He died. Yeah. Yeah. And for me at the time, you know, when I was in, I guess I was still in high school then, um, that was you know, it hit hard as this incredibly talented person ended their life. Right. Yeah. Um, and I was struggling with my own mental health at that time and not getting the answers that I, I needed and the treatment that I needed. And I know for me, and part of that, and I don't know about how you felt when artists that you love have died or part of me kind of died with him right you know, like it it took 
it's like, and I think some of it was like, man, if this talented, famous, wealthy person struggles, how is there any hope for me? Yeah, I've heard the same way. Um, and yet also, how I don't want to use this word necessarily, but how great or awesome is it that like we're not alone in that you can realize that mental illness doesn't pick and choose. Like it doesn't matter if you're rich or beautiful or famous or whatever. Right. We're all prone and have like, we all can get it just kind of like cancer or, you know, whatever. like I've heard, I've heard the saying it's okay not to be okay. And I, yes, that is a perfect, perfect uh, motto mantra uh, for today's society, I think, you know. And, you know, I think I, I, I like to scroll on TikTok. Uh, <laughs> Do I? <laughs> yeah. uh, it's maybe more than I should, because every so often, I don't know if the, the person comes up for you, but it's like, oh, hey, you should take a break. You've been scrolling too long. I never get that. that. <laughs> yeah. for you. Um, I think it happens after like 45 minutes of. Yeah, yeah. But I get sucked into rabbit holes. Um, but being on there, you know, you find like you kind of end up on your side of TikTok, right? Mm. Like it's. So I'm on the ADHD neurodivergent side because yeah. it, you know, aligns with kind of and mental health. And seeing how many people struggle and how similar some of those struggles are to mine, I feel a whole lot less alone. Yes, right. Good. Because uh, everybody's with you. I, would, I, I mean, because I've met so many people on this on, on my podcast where, yes, it looks like they're they are really, really famous. And, you know, you, you think of their lifestyle, they go out and uh, tour the whole world. You know, but but they're like you and me. They they have the same feelings as we do. You know, and, and they want to do the same stuff. You, you know, you and me are sometimes. You know, maybe I don't know. Well, it's you, you know you're talking about like musicians or yeah, famous or not. They're they're just like you and yeah. I. And yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a couple of months ago, my daughter went to Post Malone Post Malone concert with her dad, and uh, Post Malone had, had you know she had a great time. They were up near the front. She got pictures. One of his opening acts um, took a picture with my daughter. Like he came down and was in the crowd and took a picture with her. And she was so nervous. And she was talking about how excited it was, like she was, but how nervous she was meeting him. Oh, she got to meet him? Not Post Malone, one of the oh, opening okay. acts. I don't oh, okay. I know, but I don't because that's right. not that's not my my musical jam. Um, yeah, yeah. But she was so excited. But we had this, we ended up having a conversation about... Well, why were you nervous meeting him? Because he's famous. Okay, like I get, I mean, sure. What, why is he famous? Well, because he's a talented musician. Awesome. It's like, well, how would you feel if you met somebody that, you know, helped develop a vaccine that saved lives or, you know, treatment for cancer? And she was like, well, I would be nervous meeting them too because they're really smart and they created something. Right. And so, we talked about like how famous people aren't better or more special than you. They just have a different, different life, like yeah. in a different life, you know, scientists, right. Who are great at their job. Don't get 
in front of the cameras and don't get that same celebrity status that, right. you know, a musician gets. If I could piggyback off that. Yes. So I Okay, so with me in this podcast, um, we've been doing it for um, almost three years, come in February. So the first big guest that I've had on, I'm sure you've heard of him. His name is Buddy Jewel. Mm-hmm. Country star, country singer. Uh, so I was really nervous, um, you know, because it was my he was one of my very first interviews, um, and I and I texted my my friend and uh, I I told her, hey man, I'm you know really nervous. Can you help me out here? She's like, why are you nervous, man? I, I, he's he's human just like you. I'm like, well, you got a point there. I don't know why I'm nervous now. And I, and, and the interview went so great. Yeah. Uh, so don't be nervous about anybody got there just like you with with um problems just like you you know I mean they're human you know? and I I think so. there's something to be said for that in general like I think anytime right. you meet someone just remember that they are a human just like you yeah and right. find ways you can connect and you know we're talking about music too I think music is such a great way to connect with others right like we talked about Swifties right but yeah. like but even if you you know, you think about like the Juggalos with Insane Clown Posse or, I mean, every musician kind of has their like core followers. Or, you know, if you're out somewhere and a song comes on and you get excited and someone else across the room is just as excited, like you kind of connect, like, yeah, like, I see you. Right. And again, it's a way to not feel so alone and to feel connected. And I think community is, I mean, that's part of why I'm doing this podcast, right? It's the mental societies. Society Im- impacts our mental health and our mental health impacts yeah. society. And, and so I think that right when we have that connection with, through music, it, I don't know, there's something magical about it. So in this three years almost of doing your podcast, have you, what kind of community have you all created with other music lovers? I really can't answer that fully to the extent because uh, we don't get any feedback. I guess that's a good thing, but then it could be a bad. I'm not really sure, you know. I mean, I mean right. we have had some um, uh, some people reach out to us and say, I really love what y'all do. I listen every day. Me and my son listen to you every day. Thank you so, so much for making this. And, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I know it's, I, I know that it's working, but I, but we just not, aren't, aren't receiving any feedback yet. I did, yeah. I did a podcast with, um, with Alice from Allison in Wonderland podcast. And she wrote me the sweetest note. Um, she said after, after she was talking to me about music, um, she reached that, she reached back out to her sister, which she hasn't done in years. She unboxed all of her vinyl and started to listen to it. I mean, she she was like thrilled about like music again, you know. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. And and we don't always hear right that like we've impacted someone, and so to hear it has to feel right incredible yeah. to know that your love of music helped someone else rekindle right. their love of music and rekindle a relationship with their family which is and 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 that's all i want to do i I just want to help people you know that's that's my mission in life um so so when you think about depression and music what do you think the 
How do you think music impacts depression for you or for others? Oh, for okay. So for me, whenever I feel depressed, uh, I listen to either uh, Luke Combs or Eric Church, and they get me right out of it. I don't know what it is about them, but they just transcend me out of depression like quick. I don't know what it is, you know, because uh, Eric Church has two songs that I really fell in, fell in love with. It's uh, Round Here Buzz, or Around Here, I guess, and the other song called is Talladega. That song, okay. I don't know what it, I don't know what it is about those two songs, but it just takes me right out of it, you know. No, I'm. It's um for me, I I really love Brandy Clark. I don't know if you you know so, um, and all of her songs, like they just they resonate with me. I can sing along to them, and she she gets me out of that like funk. I know Taylor Swift. I I will say I really do love some of her songs like they're just upbeat and they make me feel goofy and sing um but also like wham i know wham okay like, so i i have a love and hatred for wham oh the only hatred i have okay the only hatred that i have for is every christmas okay so i work at outback i don't want to hear about last christmas you oh my god your heart and then you gave it away i don't know i've but- I love you for that. I love you so much, but I can't stand that song now. Like, I, I and guess- I hear the Taylor Swift song. I'm like, I'm done with it. I'm done. I'm done today. I can't take Taylor. I can't take any like last Christmas song. I don't know. I don't care who. It's you know, it's funny, but yes, like I, the first time I hear it of the season, I'm like, yeah, I like this song. Like it's good. And then, like by the eighth time, I'm like, okay, I, I'm done. Like. Hey, yeah, I, well, I know that that like she took your heart and, and then and I right away, yeah it's like, okay but we don't need to hear eight more times you know yes but see but, tragically that is not the worst Christmas song ever okay because we did it we did a uh we did an episode on it you know my oh. friend Blake did it and he's 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 it because this is done Christmas rapping is the worst Christmas song ever made okay uh, I can, I can oh. look at them if you need to need to know who sings that. Yeah, but, uh, I, mean, I don't, no, I don't know that I've heard of that one, but you know, it's um, my my ex husband um, and my children's last name is Hippo H I P O. Right. Um, so I want a hippopotamus for Christmas is kind of a um, a staple around here at Christmas, uh, but it's a fun song. But also, I don't want to hear it 800 times. Right. Okay, so uh, it is... Hold on, just a minute. Christmas song. Okay, so he is. Waitress. Wait, waitresses. The, okay. The, the things that, yeah. See, oh, so- I think of the musical, and I loved that musical. It was right. a great... Um, but uh, that is not what you're talking about. See, that's funny because, you know, that was, there was a movie, you know, Waitress that was based off the, or I guess the Broadway show. I don't remember which came first, but that song or that movie is full of songs. And so you said Waitresses and my brain went to- To the movie movie. instead of the, yeah. yeah. But, But it went to there because that movie came out when my daughter was- 
just a few weeks old and I needed to get out of the house. So I took her to the movies and I had her wrapped up and I was carrying her. Um, but she went to that movie with me and there's a song, it's called the pie song. And it's, you know, one of the lines is, um, baby, don't you cry. I'm going to make a pie, going to make a pie with a heart in the middle. Right. But I, because I, she was there with me, I started to sing her that song at night and she would go to bed, like when I would rock her to sleep. And so you sang waitresses all of a sudden took me to, I remember being in that theater with my daughter and then singing that song to her while she was a baby and rocking her to sleep and how the great memories of that. Right. And so that's what I love about music is that you could say one word and all of a sudden I am back to one of the yeah. most amazing times of my life when, and also one of the hardest, because I struggled with postpartum depression after my daughter was born. But those moments where she was just with me and just snuggled up, that was a special time. And so instead of remembering all the like how hard it was and how you, you know, remember good things, yeah, remembering the good things. And so it should be, I, you know, I love that that's the way my brain works. And I think other people's brains work that way too. Is those songs, you know, like there's like scents too. Like when you smell something that brings back right. memories. And for me, it's <laughs> music. I, so I have the same kind of thing you do. Cause every time someone's talking, right. And as they say something like, yeah, he was my hero and you know, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, you know, who has a song called my hero? That's so good. Foo Fighters. It, it, it just clicks on, you know? I don't know how we, how I do it, but it, I, yeah, but I do, you know, yeah. But isn't there also a Mariah Carey song called Hero? Yes. Yeah. And that song came out right about the time that my dad was really sick. And I remember thinking that he was my hero. See, um, it, 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 you just did it. Just you did just, it again, right? Like, yeah. it's all of, like, again, like your hero yeah. song was yeah. different than mine, but yet. But we both had a memory associated with like heroes. I tell you what, I tell you what now, a Foo Fighters, my hero song. Oh my God, that's the best song ever made. I think that's such a good song. I don't know if you heard of it. But, I'm sure yeah. I've heard it. I'm just, I'm, oh, I'm, sure I'm like making notes over here. I'm like, check <laughs> yeah. out this song and this, um, because it sounds like we've, I love country too. And you're um, in South Carolina and I'm in Texas and I grew up in Kentucky. So you know, like we're, we're Southern, right? That's like, who's bit, supposed yeah. to like country. And you're right. Like, I don't understand why there's like this hate for country from so many people. Now I don't necessarily love, like, I'm not, I'm not super like a twangy, you know, right. kind of country person. And I think we all have music that we love. Um, but yeah, like I get country is one that just, their soul in it, right? Like their stories. And I know, you know, the joking of like the perfect country song, right? Like my, my dog, wife died, my dog like, died, my truck broke down, but, my mom yeah. is in yeah. right? Like that's a, like an ongoing meme, you know, because I see that meme everywhere. I'm like, oh my God. I don't want <laughs> Well, I mean, right. But it's, and the thing is, is that other songs, other genres have the same sorts of things. They're just not quite as, 
obvious maybe, or maybe we've just made such a joke about yeah. this is what country music is, but there's storytelling in music. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is also incredibly powerful to remind us that our story is powerful. Right. Um, because you know your story of right like i'm well i'm gonna back up when you were growing up and and you have cerebral palsy which you know i don't know hopefully our listeners know because it's fairly common i guess but would you share a little bit about what that means to have cerebral palsy and then we'll go from there yeah okay so with me um, I, 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 uh, kind of want you to ask me those kind of questions to anybody who is listening, please stop and ask me what is cerebral palsy. That's not because, because like, like, uh, you know, not many people would know it. So, uh, cerebral palsy is, is a disorder in the brain that, that the brain can't, can't, uh, communicate with the whole body, right? Right off the bat. Okay. So, um, I was born with it. I think I, you you can be born with it. You can't get it after birth. You can't get it later in life. You're just born with it. Okay. So uh so you you could get it from a few things. Um mine was I couldn't when I came out, um uh, you know, um, when I was delivered, I guess it was the PG era, PG term. Um the umbilical cord was around my neck and I couldn't breathe. So that's probably why uh, I'm sleepy, you know, uh, is in my life right now. Um, I'm not really sure, but but that's what the doctor told her, and that makes sense, you know, because I mean, right. if you can't get enough air to the brain, the brain doesn't know that, you know. So my my um right hand can't do much as my left hand because I'm left earner now, um, uh, so I'm I'm one of the lefties, so <laughs> we're 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 a, we're a rare breed and more uh, creative, I understand. Um, that, yes, because we are. Well, I am. <laughs> so um. Yeah, but uh, I walk with a walker now since I was 25, maybe, because uh, I used to hold on to my mom, and she's like, I don't know if you want to keep on doing this, man. You got you know, you got to break down, and now I'm slow against the walker, you know, although I walked with the walker, uh, like, when I was, like, in, like, school, you know, right. and then in high school, I I, I used the scooter to get around faster, so that was fun. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, right, yeah, yeah. So it's I find it amazing that you live in Dallas because I was born in Austin, Texas. Oh, so, I but I did. Yeah, Austin is a great, great city with lots of great music in it. Right, yeah, um, but I, but I haven't visited, but but I have never been back there ever since I was born. So I need to go back. Yes, you do. There's oh, there's so many great little music venues, and I mean it's uh oh, I love it. In fact, the last. Con- no, I was gonna say the last concert I went, but it's not. Um, two concerts ago, I went. I saw um, a artist named Ben Donaher, who is singer songwriter, a little country. He's Nash. He he was born and raised in Austin, lives in Nashville now. Um, he is, you know, that fun. You know, s- songs are sad, but they're, they're so know. great. Yeah. Um, but I love it, and it was this great small venue, you know, maybe a hundred and fifty seats and it was just like so you were in it um which is yeah. always yeah. fun but okay so with cp it doesn't affect your like brain and like as in your no. intelligence your ability to process information it just fix, it it just affects my mo- my my motor skills you know 
I walk with a slight gait, but I'm, I'm, it's like I used to say, I don't, I, 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 I don't walk like like normal people. I'm like, uh, but then again, it's like who's normal? Who's normal anymore? There's no such thing as normal. Well, I mean, normal is a setting on the washing machine. <laughs> like what else is normal? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, so now I say mobile people, you know, because they're more, they're they're more mobile than me, which is which right. makes sense. Yeah. So, I, I'm curious. Do people approach you and make assumptions that you're not as intelligent as you are because your motor skills are different than the average person's? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. I, um, I don't know how they perceive me uh, meeting me for the first time, but I think that they don't because I have had several jobs in my life um i worked at a college for 10 years doing help desk worked at a computer company repairing computers i worked at a, at a public library i worked at david busters and now i work at outback so i don't think that they know that i can't think for myself or you know on what you just said because i'm out doing stuff in mobile and i get so many compliments about you know how people will never want to work now and you're getting out and working and I'm still so you know happy to see me when you go. I even get um customers come back, you know, just talk to me. I'm like, oh this is awesome, you know. <laughs> yeah. I that makes sense because you have yeah. a, a way about you that brings people in, um, which is something that like you just can't you can't teach. <laughs> well, you, you, yeah, it's either you have it or you don't, you know. Right. It's, yeah. Yeah. Like there's, well, you can teach someone skills, but you can't teach someone how to just have a great personality and right. Yeah, that's want to be that, around you. Yeah, that has to come naturally, you know. I don't know. Yeah. So you, we we were talking before we started recording, but you're getting ready to move um, somewhere else. So when you were little, did you think you would be living on your own? Oh, no. you not at all. I think I thought I would be living with my mom and dad forever. But it's a good thing that I moved out because um, when I moved out and uh, like four years later, my mom says, I'm so glad you moved out and uh, got to life for yourself because me and your dad can't take care of you anymore. We're struggling with, you know, this and this and this and this, you know, and I'm so happy that they said that because it makes me feel good that I, I'm doing something for myself, too. You know, of course, I'm doing something for them because they always they, they always thought that I could get out and they, and they, and they were kind of hesitant on letting me go but when i when i left they're like all right he did it you know uh, i think that's yeah yeah how did that impact your mental health when you were able to live on your own and not have to depend on someone for everything okay so when i first moved out i remember sitting at my uh, at the edge of my bed and just crying because i moved out you know like, oh my God, what am I doing? You know, I could, can I go back? <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, but, but I missed him for like a day. And then after that day, it's like, all right, we're, we're going to do this, you know, my, my way. So, but, um, mental health wise, I was always, um, I, I shouldn't say I was always depressed. I was, um, uh, I had paperwork on it. So I'm, I am, you know, <laughs> depression wise, but, uh, I, I started getting depressed around 20, Five twenty six maybe, um, because I've had a girlfriend and she left. I, I, well, okay, so it didn't work out. 
let, let me just say that brought out the vet the, the communication wasn't there um i i messed up and she messed up you know we, we we've had our own differences and that's fine you know we're 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 still friends to this day but that really took a turn for the worst for me with depression and that's when my uh my mom knew that i wasn't right uh because usually i was a happy girl like the yacht kind of guy and she's like okay you're there's something wrong. We we need to get you to the doctor, and then that's when they um uh said or um I don't know what the medical term is, but uh, a diagnose you diagnose with depression, and then they put me on a medication, and I've been taking it for uh I don't know how long, it's like ten years probably, until the uh until the medication started uh. When when I took when I started taking the medication, it was very um, my whole body got nervous. I don't know. I I knew it was that that medication, so I've I got on a brand new one, and then um, they took me off it last year, so I'm 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 doing ten times better now. That is awesome, and I yep. think. But oh. fair to say that that. Even though I am the off depression, that that doesn't mean I'll never get back on it because something might happen in the I don't, I don't know, you know, I'm just, you know. And I think like what you said, though, is, you know, you had to change medications. And I know for myself as well, I changed medication several times to find the one that worked the best for me with the fewest side effects. Right. So that I could live the most full life possible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I think, and also new medications come out and I do like for you, you're, you know, it sounds like your symptoms change that your depression you yeah. know, is in remission right now, but like you said, it could come back. And right. I think um, like for me, I am fairly certain that I will be on medication for the rest of my life. I, uh, and that's okay. I'm okay yeah. with that because you yeah. know, if I had type one diabetes, right. No one would think, Oh, Amanda, you should just get off that insulin and like well, you'll be with diabetes, with diabetes, you need insulin. So I was like, I mean, we kind of have to take it, you know? Oh. Right. And I, you know, I like to tell people like my brain doesn't do all the right chemical stuff it's supposed to do. So I take medicine for that, just like insulin. I mean, it's a little different, but insulin, you know, your body's not creating all the right chemicals to handle your blood sugar. And you right. need insulin. And so I need this medication. Now I'd love for there to be a cure for bipolar. So I don't need any medication just because I don't, you know, want to take it. It's right. just you know, one thing I have to, more thing I have to think about, but I know that, you know, like you said, you might end up back on medication. And I think that that's a really healthy place for most of us to be is that Hey, this is great that I'm off medication right now, or that I'm in remission from whatever, you know, depression, anxiety, but to still be vigilant that like it could come back. Oh yeah. yeah. And now, you know, like you have a name for it and you know that there are treatments that help you feel better. Right. It's because I, I know for me, when I first was in this process, I didn't get any relief for so long that I felt so helpless. And now that I have had medication that's helped me live, um, it's powerful. And I like to tell people about the incredible, like 
gift that medication is. Right. Um, and one of the things that I struggled with several times was, you know, I was born and raised going to church. I'm active in my church and and not in my church, but I went with a with another person to a different church and was talking to someone I'd never met before. And this person told me, well, you know, if you just pray more, like God will heal you and and so you can stop taking medication. And one that made me super angry, but my counter to them was what if God's way of healing me was to give these scientists and these researchers the ability to find a medication mm. that allows me to live yeah. in a way that, you know, I feel good about and that I can show up for my family and my friends. They weren't so crazy about like for them, it was like medication and being healed yeah. And so miracle that was the only way that God could show up. And I would argue that God or the universe or creator or source, whatever you out there is your, you know, how you define the the world. Yeah. That there's something bigger out there. That's that's my opinion. And I think that that's something bigger has helped humans learn and grow and develop really incredible things, whether that's an electric guitar so that we can hear incredible music or a medication to help treat our mental illnesses. Um, and I just think, you know, and that made me think like how old music is, right? Like you hear about music in the Bible and you think about drums and things like, you know, that you've seen for years, right? you know, what are they called? Lutes? Is that what, what it yes. is? Little, yeah. you know, in Greek. Heart, yeah. 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 <laughs> right. So music has been around almost as long as. For centuries. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that should tell us something, right? That if music has stuck around this long and developed and changed, hmm, maybe, it, maybe it's something that we're supposed to doing something right, right? To spend time on and, and right. you know, enjoy. Um, it's just, I just love talking to you about like the music and because music is just, it's powerful. And my, um, you know, I think my daughter is, she's in a choir and I, my bathroom and her bedroom wall, like, you know, join together. And sometimes I can hear her sing Nice. Like she's practicing, but I, you know, I sit there and I listen and it, it just makes me happy that she's found this thing, you know, that she loves. Um, she's made friends through it in March. She's going to Spain and Portugal with nice. like a bunch of other students. I think there's about 50 people going, they're going to do concerts in a couple of different places. And I'm just, and so, and this is a, a way that like music has connected her with others and it's giving her a great opportunity to go in, to Spain and Portugal. I'm a little jealous. I want to go. Um, <laughs> but, but it's also, you know, it's, it's a way to express yourself. And yeah. um, for her, I think it's really helped with her, you know, how she views herself because she can now get up on stage with, you know, man, I'm trying to think how many people are in their choir and the, you know, at the high school, 
but you know, there's probably 150 kids, you know, in those freshmen through seniors. Um, and they are so connected and you can see the friendships that they have created through this musical program. And I think that's why the arts are important and mental well-being and whether that's music or theater or, you know, painting or drawing or whatever it is, um, that creativity does something to our brains, I think, to heal or, I don't know, and connect with people. So with that, do you create any music of your own or are you just the expert who knows all the things about all the (laughs) music? I don't, okay, so with with me, uh, I'm not, uh, I will say this, I will say I'm not, I'm not an expert on music. I just really, really like it. And my co-host, Blake, I'm mostly, we call him Brosley on the show. Um, Blake and Mosley put them together. Brosley, right? <laughs> That's fun. Uh, but he is, uh, he always says that he is the, uh, he knows too much about useless music knowledge. So if I don't know anything about anything, I go to him and say, okay, well, he, and they'll give me the answer right away. You know? So you use your resources. <laughs> yeah, right. But to go back to uh, uh, music instruments or, or whatever, make music, um, I really, really want to now. Uh, I've had my uncle Junior uh, teach me a little bit of the guitar. I think I still know how to play, but I you know, need to pick, pick that up again. Um but to go back on the dark side again, okay? Uh, he committed su- he committed suicide. I'm just gonna say that right now. Um, I had a I, I I had a cousin that did it also, but when my uncle left, uh, I man, I was like, oh my god, what what just happened? You know, because because he and he he and I really connected over music. You know, he taught me how to play guitar some. Told me about all these amazing bands, um, like amazing bands, you know. And he and he, he and I were really connected on a one-to-one level about that, you know. So, so when he left, I was like, okay, well, what do I do now? I guess that I guess that that brought up the depression, uh, also losing him and my cousin too. Um, so yeah, but I really, really want to get back to playing guitar, um, because I don't think I can do well on drums. You know, my my co-host plays the drums really well, really well. He plays for our church. So I think if I can learn how to play guitar, we can come up with a band or something, you know? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Awesome. I, I mean, I don't know if you can see, I have a guitar over here. I, I, um, I, I, I'm I'm not great. I'm still, I, I play a little. It was a, um, I'm, you know, I'm 40 now. I'm going to learn a new skill. Yeah. Um, and it sits there to remind me, like, you need to practice. It up. <laughs> I'm like, it's, I bought a, you know, I got, I made sure I got like a, a guitar that, you know, is, it's, you know, it's a beautiful yeah. guitar and it's a, it's a seagull and it, you know, it brings me great joy, but I don't, I, I definitely don't use it as much as I would love to, because mm-hmm. when I play it, I get kind of lost in it. I don't really pick, you know, the rest of the world sort of goes away, which is a really lovely thing sometimes to just be in the moment with right exactly. either, you know the musical instrument or the person that you're with or you okay. know 
I love the fact that you have an acoustic guitar because acoustics are acoustic music is a whole lot better than anything else in the world. I mean, you, I mean, yes, there's a need for electric guitar, but when you turn that electric guitar song into an acoustic song, ten thousand times better. There's a beauty in acoustic guitar yeah. or acapella singing, right? Like without yeah. the and I think some of it, it for me is it's because it goes back to sort of its original form. Right. Right. right? Like pre-electricity, pre, you know, auto-tune and all of those things. Like you are just, it's just you and the the notes. There's no there's nothing getting in between you. There's no speaker. There's no, you know, mixing board. Not no just That's... you and the the notes and right. the, um, and so yeah. I'm and I'm always a and also like you can take a you know an acoustic guitar on a camping trip and you anywhere. can anywhere or you know sit in the park and play music and there's you don't have to carry a bunch of stuff and a. Acoustic guitar is not particularly heavy, right? right? Yeah. Like it can kind of go anywhere. And um, have, have you heard of a of a backpack acoustic guitar? It's a little bitty one, like about that big, and it's just that's amazing. It's it's just like yours, but it's twice twice as little as yours right now. Yeah, my my uncle has one, and I can't find it for any for anything. I want to buy one, you know. Yeah, that sounds like kind of like ukulele size, but yeah, more yes. guitar sound. But yeah, yeah, that, that that that's perfect for you know um, going on camping trips and everything. Yeah, instead of um, going from tempted, I might yeah. I might check one out. My um, my brother in law is quite a musician, and uh, he yeah. and my sister oh, love to camp, so I might go check that out for for him for his next right. next birthday or something. Right. That sounds really really cool. Um, I just am a, you know, I, I'm looking at that guitar. I'm like, I'm going to practice some today. Um, Please, yeah. yeah. Uh, cause it all, you need, all you need is 10 minutes, of, 10, 10 minutes a day I've heard. And that's, I, that's no, it, not, doesn't, it doesn't take much. And it, when I was playing pretty regularly and taking lessons, it felt so good. It was just, it was like my own time away from everything. Um, and I got to play what I love, right? Like it was, it was my, my music. Um, and no one else could tell me what to do. Um, right. Yes. Until yeah, my, my sure. kids come in and tell me. Uh, stop that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I love my teenagers. Most of them. Well, I love them all the time. I don't <laughs> Most of the time, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, I think, I mean, Yes, I think you're right with the acoustic. I think there's it's about being connected even more to the music, which is why, I mean, live music too can be really incredible, you know, because you're surrounded by it and you're immersed in it with the people around you and everyone's singing and dancing. And so like that's, and also I, the, um, what am I trying to say? Uh, I get anxious with lots of people. So don't go to as much live music as I would like to. But uh, I, a couple of months ago, one of my good friends called me and she said, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm nothing. She was like, well, what are you doing tonight? And was like, I'm sitting at home watching television. Like, I don't know. And she was like, yeah. I have an extra ticket to the Chicks concert. 
yes, let's do go. You want, do you want to go? And I was like, yeah, yes. <laughs> Without and, question. Yeah. And she was like, all right. And so we met there and had the most just amazing time. We you know sang and we danced and we sat there and cried at some of the songs that, you know, reminded us of college days. Memories. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, because, you know, this is, oh my gosh, I, I guess I met Anita in 2000. So, you know, for us to go to this concert together on this music that we listened to, you know, when we first met was so much fun and to be around all these other people. And next to us, we were on the lawn next to us were three moms with their three teenage daughters. Right. And it was so neat to watch like these two generations join together with one. One. Yeah. Um, And so again, it's, you know, I think music brings us together and I think connection impacts our mental health so much. Um, So like before we wrap up, what is, like your one um, like recommendation for a music, a, a band, a song that listeners should check out that's just the best that you think right now? Oh, uh, you have two more hours? <laughs> no, <I'm> just... <laughs> I mean, I got a you have that many? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so yes, I do, actually, because I got a, I got a playlist of like, like 40, like 400 different songs. Well, oh okay, so if you're in the country, as always, Chris Stapleton, which I love and admire so much, uh, Luke Combs, um, Eric Church, Luke Bryan, Blake Shelton, great, great artists. Our country artist now coming up that I, that that I've actually got to interview is Sarah Harrelson. She's a new and upper up and coming um uh, country artist, um. And she, and uh, she took. I, 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 I think she worked with Garth Brooks, Brooks's guitarist. Oh wow! And she, and I bring her up just to tell you this. After I, I interviewed her, um, she actually wanted me, wanted me to be in a music video. So it's on YouTube. It's called the the Chance by Sarah Harrelson. Um, the. The, yeah, the chance by Sarah Harrelson. H A R R A L S O N is her last name with two R's. Yeah, two oh, R's. And uh, the chance is a song by how many people get to not get the chance to do stuff. And she asked me, "What is your, what was your, what, what, what did you always want to do, right?" And I asked, and 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 all she wanted me to do was hold up a paper. Saying what I've always wanted to do in life, right? And I said to inspire people, you know, and that's what I'm doing. You know, you can find me at like the 22nd mark or something. It's a great song. You should hear it. I'm, um, yeah, I'm gonna check it out, and I'm gonna link it the the YouTube yeah. video in the in the show notes so that everyone can see you, but also hear this this amazing song, right? That, yeah, and and I think I love that, and I think that you are inspiring people with just showing up and showing like that whether it's depression or cerebral palsy that like it's not holding you back right you are living a full i'm doing it right life and it's a reminder that like you can do it all and it's hard 
Right. Yes. Yeah. So that was my country, uh, country artist. Okay. So next. next okay. Next, we're going to do rock. Okay. okay. So you got Chevelle, Soundgarden, Stone Dipper Pilots. Um, Eyes Wide Open is a band that you y'all should know. Um, that th those are all great rock and roll. You know, and there's many others um, that I haven't named. Uh, so if you're in heavy metal, go to Behemoth. Uh, Venues is awesome band. I interviewed them, and they were such a lovely, lovely band. Um, they come from Germany. They're am they're amazing. Um, Children in the Bodom. If you haven't heard of them, you go listen to them. Um, yeah, there's there's just so many, so many great artists. I'm I, I know I'm leaving out, you know. But if you're into rap, uh, go to uh, you know, to, 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 to all you know. Uh, of course, you can go to um. Uh, Tupac, Biggie Smalls, you know, stuff like that. Okay. Um, and of course, Daisy and whatever. Um, and Body Count is, a, is another metal band from Ice-T. I'm sure you've heard of it. Mm -hmm. uh, they're, they're a great band as well. Oh, and always listen to Creed. Oh, Creed right. is bad rap. I don't know why, but they're so great at what they do. Okay, what about Nickelback? Mm. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so this is the uh, th this is the uh, opening question for me because I do love Nickelback, but in a way people might not think okay because because their albums are great, our albums are great, front end they're great. It's the media that messed them up, okay. So they played their most poppy songs on the radio. For, forever in a day, and 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 they have good rock songs that they haven't played on radio. I don't know why they 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 mess them up. Well, and you know. I think that that's like true for other artists, right? I mean, I think, and even for us, is you know, there's something that we become known for that because that's what you know someone else has decided is going to sell. Because like, right, the record label probably was like, this is the song we're going to yeah. release first, and then everything else got. Yeah, because it was it, they they came out during the pop era, you know, where we're all nothing but popular, you know. It's all you know. Right. So I think the label messed them up to make make sure that they that they were played pop wise, but in in turn they messed them up at the same time. And I think a lot of people doesn't like them still to this day. And I'm like, why, dude? You know, you know. Well, because you know we and there's that joke, right? That they're just not. A great band for whatever reason that's right. and you know we've touched just we touched on it earlier but like tiktok i i have found some really amazing artists yeah tiktok right um and so i'll share two of my new favorites that i found there which first one is loveless if you've heard them i have heard of them yeah. um and then the other one is nicotine dolls we never heard of them they both are fantastic and they're kind of um they kind of have a uh pop punk sort of feel to both of them um right. we'll they've got like a beautiful gritty voice i tend to lean towards female artists but these those two yes yeah. yeah, so let's let, please let's talk about that for a minute i find that that, that a few more voices is the most uh awesome thing on this planet right even though like half of my catalog is, is male voices. I find that that 
that female voice has to have has a uh, more of a calm over it. You know, I mean, it just brings so much calm to me hearing hearing a female voice more than more than a male's voice. You know, for some reason. Well, and I find I love unique voices. Like I think, you know, like Pink and Alanis Morissette have a very different voice, you know, and they can do different things with their voice than like Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is incredibly talented. Yeah. But she doesn't always have like the same gravelly, raspy quality that Pink has. And that doesn't mean that one is better than the other. They just have different voices. And I think that, you know, that is what makes music fun is that, Even, you know, I know that Sheryl Crow did a cover of, um, shoot, it has escaped me all of a sudden. It is a, um, a Guns N' Roses song. It's going to drive me crazy. Um, Let's go, let's go from, let's go with, uh, uh, Sweet Child of Mine, Paradise. Oh, I think it was Sweet Child of Mine. Yeah. Yeah, that seems to be and, the most and I love Sher- I love Cheryl Crow and I love Guns N' Roses. Um, in fact, like I, you talked about drummer. Like I, I had Slash on my wall, not Axl Rose growing up because you know he was mysterious and you couldn't really see his face. And um, you know t- what teenage girl doesn't like a mysterious man? I don't know. Um, but but there was something about and I, and I think Cheryl Crow is wonderful. I grew up with her you know, like Tuesday Night Music Club, right? That was an album that helped shape my, you know, youth. Right. I didn't love the two of them to get like it together. I didn't love her singing that song. Um. So I don't, you know, and that's, but again, that's personal. Like there probably are millions of people out there that are, that love it. And if they heard me say that, they'd be like, you were wrong. It was amazing. And here's why. But that's the great thing about music is we get to listen to what we love and um, each of our tastes are as unique as we are. And and it's also, you know, for me, all of our mental health is different for each of us, which is why, you know, there are a million different ways to treat it and to show up and to express ourselves. Um, but I think you're right. Like when you've talked about music being a way to, heal and to connect and um music is powerful i just i I love it and i love that that you are sharing music and not just talking about like the big bands right you're not i was about to be like backstreet boys backstreet boys aren't big anymore it was just because i saw something (laughs) earlier today about them um post malone we'll say you know like yeah he's big and I think, you know, it's not my jam. I know he is talented, um, but he's not someone that I no. I listen to on a regular basis. But but sometimes those smaller bands that you've talked about, like, you know, um, that you've gotten to talk with, I think that's awesome to give them a platform, but also a reminder that there's a lot of really incredibly talented, unique people out there. Right. Um, so I hope that you, you know, I, I know you have what three years worth of episodes and how often do you, yeah. when do you all release them? Okay. So six days or 
Cool. I'm 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 so glad you asked this because we have a few series in, in, on our podcast. Um, I thought about breaking them up, but I'm like, and why why don't we just combine them? So on either Monday or Tuesday, we have our main episode, which we cover either a song or a specific genre or a band, and we go through the whole catalog about what you know who they were and what they are doing that right now, and how many albums. You know, we cover the whole thing. That's the Mondays and Tuesdays, the main show. We always got a main show, you know. And then um, I started to do this because um, my friend said, I, um, you know, you should you should compare cover songs. Okay. So what we do now is call, we have a we have a series called Cover Wars. We got three series about that. Okay. So with the first series, it's just me and Brosley, um, you know, you know, uh, comparing the two songs. And what we do is we find Two cover songs and and see which one's better, worse, or equal. You know, because mm-hmm. every song is different. You know, so we do that with with just me and him, and then um, I have our I have musicians coming back that what I interviewed, and we do that with musicians. We we do the same thing. I find out their favorite song, they come on and we listen live and we discuss which one like better, and then uh. Now we are open to anybody coming on and doing it. So we want you to come on or your daughter or whoever wants to come on. Come on. You know, we would love to do that with you all. You know, that so. is. Yeah, I, that sounds like so much fun. I because sometimes I think cover songs like the cover can be better than the original because it's a different. I will ask you this. Are you a fan of the Office series on? Peacock? Yes. Okay. Oh, do, do, do you know where I'm going with this right now? I'm I've not seen sure, it. but 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 see, it's that's a remake of a British show that right. I think like it's kind of a cover of a previous show, and I think that it was done quite well. Right, but that's not what I'm okay. Okay, okay so okay, so Andy Monard, okay, yes, he's a great great uh, character. <laughs> I love that guy. Right, he did a cover of um, what is it, Sir? Sarah something. It's a, I Will Remember You. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sarah yeah. McLaughlin, yes. Yes, thank you, thank you. The one that makes you cry at the... <laughs> yes, yeah. Or the, the ASPCA commercials. Right. He did a cover of that song on a show with an acoustic guitar, and that is by far the best ever cover ever, ever, ever. I encourage you to, to look it up on YouTube and listen I to will, it. I will. There yeah. is... I, I mentioned that the nicotine dolls and there's part of me that like wanted, to, they did a cover of um, the song from uh, pretty woman um, King of wishful thinking. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it is. It like, it just hits differently. Like something about like this rasp in his voice and he changed the tempo a little bit. Right. And like, yeah, it's an 80s song, but he made it like, not feel so 80s yeah. you know like that like he i don't even want to say elevated he changed it like it's just it's a more modern version of that song so i'm going to track down that as well as the nicotine dolls cover that i'm talking about and i'm going to link those as well in the show notes because i think everyone like if that really is the greatest cover of all time i think it is. to know I, I think it is but you um, might not think it, you know i don't know i don't know what you know well, you know, yeah, you, because 
because music is so subjective, anybody can have an opinion on it. And, and that's fair to say that you might not like it, and that's okay, you know? Well, it's, you know, I think about, like, I don't, I don't like rap or heavy metal. Like, that's okay. just not. Yeah, that's not your bag. That's not what no. I like. Right. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing, like, if you like it, more power to you. It's not what yeah. I, I want to listen to. And um, and that's totally fine. It's, yeah, it, it's funny. I'm, I've been dating a man for about six months now, and he's fantastic. And most of our, you know, well, we have lots of things that overlap. But I was right. talking to a friend of mine, and I was like, you know, he really loves metal, and I really love Taylor Swift, but we seem to meet in the middle with 80s hair bands. And I was like, that feels like it could be a country lyric. Like he likes metal. I like Taylor and we meet in the middle. Like there is, there's a lyric in there. There's a song in there. I just know it. I just am not talented enough to write it. I, um, I have a, I have a shirt that I have a funny shirt from um, August Burns Red. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you've heard of the band somewhere, but they're a metal band and their shirt is so funny. I had to buy it. It's, it, 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 it has a logo on the front of the shirt, but on the back, back of it, it says, um, angry, angry music for happy people. I thought that was like, well, that's so true, you know, because oh. metalheads are, are, are really, I mean, they, they don't oh. really hate anybody, you know? Oh, no. And they seem to, they're sometimes the most chill people that yeah. I've ever met. Right. For me, I just want to be able to sing along and like, you know, right. and I don't want to yell at like music. It's, and it's not, it's personal. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. But yeah, like, I don't think people that listen to metal are, you know, angry or right. mean or anything, just like people that listen to, you know, like probably some of the people that listen to Taylor Swift, you know, are struggling just as much, you know, yeah. as anyone else. Like, just because you listen to fantastic music or music that brings you joy, right? doesn't mean that you don't have the potential for a mental illness or just to have a crappy day right you're right which yeah. is why i also love music is because sometimes it can just pull me right out yeah. um and I, as we we're talking i was just thinking about though how many times and i don't know if you do this i'm curious if anyone else does this out there share with me um i have my favorite playlists and i will play them and i'll hit shuffle and then I'll be like, nope, that's not the song I wanted to listen to. And I will just yes. keep next, yep. even though I've got the playlist that I love. It's like, no, that's not, nope, that's not you the song. Don't feel like this is that song right now, but you will come, will come back and I'll go. Right. We'll like it. eventually I'll get back to it. But like, <laughs> no, that's not the song I want right now. Oh, there it is. And then I'll sing along. And I did the same thing too. Yep. Yep. Um, which is just funny that because I think sometimes I don't know what song I need. Yes. Until you actually. So it, until yeah. it comes on, it's like that's what I needed to hear right now, or because that's the one I can sing the loudest to, or that's the one that's bringing this memory, and that's the one that's making me feel whatever way. So right. I think um, I'm glad to hear that I'm not the only one that puts <laughs> <laughs> it on shuffle and they're like, nope, nope, no, that's not it. So um, I I love that um, that that all of us maybe need to find that song that's going to speak to us in that moment, right. Um, uh, now I just want to go like listen to all the songs and like sing. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and just wrap up now. We've been going for a while and I've had so much fun with this conversation. 
So thank you so much for joining me today and sharing about you and your experiences with music and cerebral palsy and depression and your family's suicides. Um, I'm going to link all of these things that we've talked about in the show notes, as well as links to uh, James' podcast, his TikTok and YouTube and Twitter, and I think Facebook. I, I think I've got all of them in there. Right. Yeah. And um going to make sure I link these songs that we've talked about as well so that you can go find them. Um, and at the end of every episode, I like to share a little, um, I call it a mental morsel, just a little something that you can do to improve your mental health. We've talked about music, something that I love to do um, often, um, the absolute embarrassment of my children is dance. I think having, whether it's in the car or a dance party in your living room, Whatever it is, I think that, you know, dancing with the music just, it it fills my soul. There is some research that says that dancing can actually improve your self-esteem. It helps with social skills. It releases endorphins. It helps you bond with the other people you're dancing with. It's, I mean, it can be a great thing. So I would encourage all of our listeners to at some point today, find their favorite song, and rock out to it. Sing at the top of your lungs and dance, even if it's car dancing or chair dancing or whatever, but like move your body because that's also great for you, right? Movement, music, and dance, and just enjoy the moment um, where you, wherever you are um, because sometimes those little moments are what bring us such great joy and who knows, you may create one of those core memories like James and I've talked about with songs. So um, with all of that, we have reached the end of today's episode. I'm going to thank all of you for listening and learning. I may interject. Oh, yes. I, in four months time, I want you, I want you to, to play me a song on that guitar right behind you. Okay. Four months. Is, I'll, I'll give you four months. Okay. So today is January 13th. Yes. So it's the 13th. So we've got to February. Okay, April, so we're looking. April thirteenth, about April thirteenth. Okay. You think you oh, got it? Okay, I've got I've got some time. I can do it. And whatever it, song I want. Whatever song, yes, whatever okay. song you want. Will you let me sing poorly along with it? I'm not a great singer. I'd love to sing though. We'll have you on our show, and you know you can sing your heart out. Okay, and they won't make fun of me for my. Oh. my okay. Well. If they do, I'll I'll call them out. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, well, this, is, this is great now i have like a reason to press yes. and yes. you know and i'm gonna rewind for a second there is something powerful about setting a goal with a timeline to feel accomplished and to feel like you have something to work towards exactly so i love that you you gave me that challenge and um, yeah. why do i feel like <laughs> i'm a little nervous but oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do this because I think hey, 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 we're all human, okay? We're all human, and, and humans make mistakes. Well, so it, if you, and I, yeah, it gives me it gives me permission to take a break from work, yes. right? To go no, I, do that because it's I've I've got someone that I'm doing it for, and that's exciting. So I will I will practice, and I will be a guest, and I will play. Um, However well or poorly, I will play and it will be uh -huh. incredible. Um, I, I'm not sure if I like you 
or hate you for uh, <laughs> giving me oh, that. Oh my god, this is great! But yeah. I'm I'm excited. I'll I'll have to come up with a with a song that um, is both easy and fun and brings me joy. Um, so, right, check out, check out that Andy Bernard song and maybe yes, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna link all of those in the Sarah Harrison. Harrelson. Harrelson. And then um, I'm also going to put the Nicotine Dolls and Loveless in there, um, and specifically that Nicotine Dolls cover. Oh, and Loveless actually did a cover of Sam Smith's, um, what's that new song? Uh, the Body Shop song. Oh, yeah, yeah. They did, yeah. but they did a beautiful cover of it. Um, yeah. Which, yeah. So um, thank you. I will link all of those things. And thank you for the challenge of working and learning a song. Uh, to play for you guys. And when that happens, I promise to my listeners, I will um, let you all know and include a link on um, our website as well as uh, social media. And I may even release just that as a little episode just to, you know, let people know I followed through. Um, so <laughs> I hope that, that, you know, you've heard James and I have conversations about not just mental health, but, um, you know, kind of the world as a whole and how all sorts of different things impact the way that we show up in this world with our mental health and our general well-being. So I hope that you use this as an opportunity to go and open up a conversation and discover more ways that mental health is being experienced in your community. You can find more of the Mental Society um, podcast in all the places you find um, your favorite podcast, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss anything like, you know, <laughs> me playing a guitar. Um, yeah. And <laughs> thank you again, James, for joining us. And sure. that, um, I'm Amanda Dolan, and this is The Mental Society. And um, I'm wishing you good health, mental, and otherwise.